Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California, and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off life cereal and all the way. Uh, so we got a message from a new stacker, Alina. She says, I'm a longtime Scooby that has just introduced my husband to his first watch through, and now we've Ooh. caught up with you guys. Yay. Welcome, Alina and Alina's husband. Mr. Alina. Mr. Alina, clearly. Welcome to the snacks. There are snacks in uh, in rows L through M uh, for lunch through main course. Um, but they are all just snack foods. <laughs> Is that what you call dinner? Main course? <laughs> main course. Sure. Um, and the restrooms are through row P for pee pee. Anyways. But only pee pee. <laughs> Uh, she brought up a really great point slash question that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, She says that Buffy has depression and Willow had addiction. So season six is obviously all about uh, mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Would we say that Xander has anxiety? I would say he has indecision. Fair, but at this point in season six, sure. Yeah. I mean, we're... Yeah, I... Later. I'd, I'd be hard pressed to stick like one mental health thing. Like, I just feel like he's trying to figure his shit out. That's fair. Like, he's just at a very, like, I, I thought I knew what I was doing, but I don't point in his mm-hmm. life, which is pretty hey, natural. When in you're here. 22 or yeah, whatever. When you're 22 yeah. and getting married, that's mm-hmm. a natural, uh, thing to, to go through. But, um, I don't know. What do you think? I think so. Yeah, mm. I can see that. But like, you know, he he did make this decision to propose to Anya. And then he ruins it. He ruins it oh. by being all indecisive. Like, I can't tell people. Mm. And then, you know, he tells people yep. and then he can't follow through on it. So <sighs> I don't I, I don't yep. know enough about the mental health profession. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so definitely like clinical anxiety. Exactly. But there's definitely a whole lot of insecurity and fear mm. and it seems like yeah and, and anxiety and unwillingness to follow through um but i really like that idea the idea that like it's not you know i always think of season six about depression but mm. i like this wider view of yeah. all of the scoobies are dealing with some mental health issue and i think uh and th- this is probably just armchair psychology but from what i understand a lot of mental health problems that's a a very common time for it to manifest like in your early 20s around college age sure yeah i I think everyone deals with um you know especially that's a point when you're like supposed to suddenly become an adult and have your whole life figured out and you're like (laughs) okay uh uh, I don't have a real job and marriage and kids is a lot. Ooh. And what's escrow? I don't know what that is. I'm still <laughs> only like, I, I think I have about 45% of what escrow is figured out. It's, it's still it's an <laughs> unraveling mystery. You have to teach that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's something to do with houses. <laughs> so Lena goes on to say, so let's, let's say, 
the argument's sake that yes, yeah. Sandra oh, has anxiety. Um, she also yeah. says, my husband and I were talking about whether Giles suffered from codependency mm. or enabling behavior. Oh, he's totally enabling. Yeah. I also feel like he maybe represents the people that are have loved ones who have mm-hmm. um, a mental health problem and the being caught between I want to help you and mm-hmm. also I need to help myself first. So I kind of feel like maybe he represents that. I really feel just bummed out by, for Giles most of the season. It's like, this is a rough season for you, Giles. You're like, oh, should I stay? Should I go? This is. I mean, I mostly feel bummed out for Buffy. Well, yeah. <laughs> but... m- mostly. She lost her mom. She died. Yeah, but that's, that's, I mean, he had to move. That's a lot of boxes. <laughs> Moving does suck. Yeah. They say that like the worst things or like the most stressful things to go through are like divorce, death in the family and moving. Yeah. <laughs> we asked, you answered, and Mike has no idea. Mm-hmm. It's a stack of surprise. <laughs> Playing poker for kittens? Yes, please. Yep. I asked the stackers to send us their best kitten poker puns. Oh, boy. Elizabeth said mm-hmm. on Twitter, and I'm gonna. this is going to be my attempt at a Russian accent. Okay. Um, but I have to tell you the type of accent beforehand, because otherwise it's not going to make sense. In regular poker, you feed the kitty. In vampire poker, the kitty feeds you. <laughs> <laughs> oh... <laughs> Count Yakov. <laughs> Megan said on Facebook, "Stop kitten around and bet. Enough oh. with the long pause. <laughs> you either got the cards or you're fluffing. <sniffs> meow. What's it gonna be? <laughs> Come on, meow, guys. <laughs> I feel like the rest of the episode we just have to replace every meow with meow." Every meow with meow? Every now what I say? I think you said every meow with meow. You know, cool when we talk about um who's the Chinese guy? Chairman Mao? Chairman Mao. Or, or General Sao. You can do that too. General every time that naturally comes up in the flow of conversation about these two episodes. <laughs> Kirsten said on Facebook, I'm all in, so long as you're not a cheetah. Uh she said, I'm feline like we've got Tabby making history with this game. Auntie up. And I sent her a picture of a cat smiling. Aww. And she responded, you are knocking me out. Uh, I get it. With your perfect grin. <laughs> I'll have to keep you from my cat lest you whisk her away. <laughs> And you're just trying to procrastinate. Let's get this game going as soon as possible. Nice. <laughs> uh. A plus for Kirsten, whose son has definitely the most puns. That's, that's just a wall of puns. It's Phil Spector, <laughs> wall of puns. That reminds me, um, I used to do this little song to annoy my brother. Um, and I, I just did it like as a joke once, and then it became a running thing where it's I prefer a cat with fur because a cat without fur is all weird with the skid and the no furry stuff. <laughs> In what 
context. Did you see that? Because you're talking about cats and like hairless cats. Okay. I was like, you know what I prefer? I prefer a cat with fur. Because a cat without fur is a weird with the skin and it's gross and stuff. <laughs> and the end would always kind of just be like mumbling out. <laughs> now let's head into the Sunnydale stacks and open the books on live cereal. So Buffy is home. As a reminder, she left to meet with Angel uh, now that she's, you know, alive. It was off screen somewhere between Sunnydale and L.A. Somewhere between UPN and the WB. That. Channel 8.5 if you're in the Chicagoland area. Do you think, have they not had network problems that they would have actually filmed the same? Unless they had a specific thing they wanted to say with it. I think they might have done something where it's like, you see the build-up to it from both sides, but mm. you don't actually see what they say, because unless there's something like specific you learn from it, I think what you fill in the blanks to be is better than whatever they would have filmed. A hundred percent. I totally agree. Yeah. Like, I, I actually, I don't, I would, I would, if they had been on the same network, I would have appreciated a little more, like, mm-hmm. you know, walking towards a sunset you see a silhouette and then cut yeah. to black mm-hmm. something like that but yeah i d- i don't actually want to see this because my brain makes it so much better the gang wants to know about buffy's plans and she's got it all figured out you pay one bill at a time and then you you pay the, you pay the gas bill now and then the electric bill can wait and then water bill is next month perfect Totally because all figured out. Uh, so, so they say no. We we actually want to know what's going on mm-hmm. with your life. Also, that's a terrible idea. Don't do that. Yeah. Pay all your bills. Uh, so she says she wants to go back to school. She can audit the rest of the semester until registration. Do you understand what that means? I don't know what that means. I think auditing is, is basically just sitting in on classes, but you don't get credit for it. Why do it then? I I guess like it it'll give you a leg up when you actually do do the classes. It seems like a waste of time. Yeah. I don't know. Go make money somewhere. Um, <laughs> I'm clearly not on board for education for education's sake. I'm like, yeah. what's the point if you don't get credit towards graduation? It's like being drinking. Like, what's the point of having a beer if I'm not going to get drunk? Yeah. Like, why drink that non-alcoholic beer? Because beer tastes well, so good? Yeah. Well, that's just patently absurd. <laughs> uh, so we see the trio. Yeah. So the Slayer always has a plan. We'll never become crime lords of Sunnydale with her one step ahead of, it, ahead of us. So let's test her and find a weakness or two, mm-hmm. which is not a bad plan. No. Like, yeah, if we can find a weakness that we didn't know about, mm-hmm. then maybe three little dorks could take down yeah. the Slayer. I feel like a lot of villains just don't do their homework. They yeah. so easily could. I mean, these guys are book smart, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. They're like, okay, yeah. It's, it's a very scientific way to approach it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they now have an evil van. Well, the van isn't objectively evil. It's just used for evil purposes. Aren't most vans? Well. <laughs> <laughs> most unmarked vans? Yeah. I still don't trust unmarked vans, and I'm a grown woman. Mm-hmm. But what if they have free candy? No, oh, well, I mean, depends what type candy. of... Is it a fun dip? Because <laughs> if it's a fun dip... Now you're I feel like the odds of, of the free candy van happening to have fun dip, 
the thing that like you could only get at some candy stores. I mean, that's that's why you've got to be select. It's got to mm. be a real. Yeah. It can't be evil if they've got fun. It's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly just fun. Yep. And dip. This is evil in a different way, though. Mm. It is uh, for being total creeps and watching a pretty girl without her knowing it. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Warren. But I, if I learned anything from Revenge of the Nerds, this is fine. <sighs> there are parts of that movie that uh, do not hold up, guys. <laughs> you hold that uh, movie fondly in your heart. Don't rewatch it. It'll get real creepy. It was a different time. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Uh, Andrew is painting a Death Star on the van. This mm-hmm. is, I mean, like, he's being a dumbass. However... Yeah. Damn. It's a good Death Star. It's a really good Death Star. I feel sad that he had to paint over that. Give, I'm I'm really upset he had to paint. Oh. Like, that is a better Death Star mm-hmm. than I can paint. And I have painted a Death Star. <laughs> um, it, Here's my theme for Andrew. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Warren is awful. Yeah. Get away from Warren. You have a career in art. Mm. And he did that with spray paint. That's even harder. That's, I mean, he's he's got some skills. It's an artist's soul. And he's great at the uh, pan flute. That's an artist's soul. Mm-hmm. Told you. He's musical. He's artistic. You like Star Wars, correct? Mm-hmm. I like Star Wars. Do you yeah. like Star Trek? Yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite, but I can appreciate it. I like Star Trek. Would you say that we are nerds? Um, I'm I'm never sure whether it's it's I'm more of a geek or a nerd. Define the difference, please. That's the thing is that it depends on who you ask. Fair. Yeah. So because you like I'm talking about your personal definition. I think how of do myself as more of a geek, which is more of like a, a a strong fan who may know a lot about certain things. Nerd, I think, tends to relate to somebody who's got a specific set of very smarts based skills who mm-hmm. may also uh, partake in uh, geeky culture. Like there's a lot of crossover. Smart. Yeah. Like somebody who's like an uh, a physicist would be more yeah. of a nerd. Like a legit scientist yeah. versus someone who's like, I know all the Ewoks names. Yeah. Right. Um, I feel the same way where I'm like, I'm pretty... You know, there are only eight Ewoks. Are there? Uh, there were only eight uh, Ewoks with names in the, in the film. Huh. A lot of the Ewoks were actually uh, played by puppets. Oh, okay. Cool. Like really dolls. All right. Um, I feel the same way there where I'm pretty... Geeky. I like a lot of geeky things. I don't mm-hmm. consider myself a nerd because um, I don't think I'm smart enough to be one. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't pass that bar. Uh, so, how do you feel uh, this season of Buffy mm-hmm. about how they're stereotyping geeks? Well, I see. I th- I think of it more as this is kind of a dissection of a very particular facet of geek and nerd culture. It's it's it, it 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 never came off to me as like the oh this is our what our stupid fans are like these stupid stupid mm. nerds this is what they're like which some franchises do do that uh, which is really dumb um, bite the hand that feeds you yeah it's like really why <laughs> why do that I, I I feel like it's more like dissecting some of the the nastier parts of that world and how that can go into like. Uh, misogyny or can go into elitism or amorality when you just focus on kind of the wrong things sometimes mm-hmm. or just um, are exclusionary in, in very unhealthy ways 
or just don't think about how you affect other people because you're so lost in that world. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, usually with the trio, I'm okay with it because I think we've talked about, and I think on the podcast as well, the idea of um, people that get, as you said, very elitist mm-hmm. about their fandom mm-hmm. and like, well, do you remember this unknown character from this episode of Doctor Who? And yeah. that you're like, no, nobody knows that. Can mm-hmm. we all just like share in the joy and the love of the yeah. thing? The idea of calling out the trio on that about mm-hmm. like, relax, guys. Yeah. Star Wars is great. Bond is great. Mm-hmm. We all love it. Um, there are a few times when I'm like, okay, stop making fun of the geeks. Yeah. But I would, I would also like, if anyone was really offended, I would offer up Xander. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like Xander, and to a lesser degree, Willow even, mm-hmm. are pretty like geeky, lame some of the time. So like, I, I feel like there is a balance. If it was like, I don't know, if on Angel they had these characters, it might feel a little weird. Right. Yeah. I then gotcha. it might feel like, what are you, what are you saying there? Mm-hmm. There's yeah. like Xander's one of us and he yeah. has, I believe, expressed love for Star Wars mm-hmm. and uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, Buffy is auditing Willow's class and like, she's all like, it's really hard to follow. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, yeah, well, you didn't get the intro. Yeah. And Willow obviously didn't give you the reading. No. Don't and freak out. Also seems like a weird class where it just seems like they're all just reciting the ideas they heard in the text, mm. which I get like you kind of do to an a extent. a lot of school. But I, I don't know. It feels like very mechanical, that, mm. that whole scene of like, and this means this, and this means this, and this means this. And it's not a lot of people like expressing any sort of interpretation it's very mm-hmm. rote yes. in a way that's like i get that they're trying to show like that she's left behind but i feel like but that's not i that isn't the kind of intelligence that i think they're trying to to say is hard to to keep up with that's just which is why i'm saying that like if she had if will yeah. had given her last night's homework exactly. buffy would have gotten it she we've established yeah. she's smart it's just the yeah. fact that she didn't do the reading so yeah you don't yeah. have this did you buffy didn't like mike the professor's mind. <laughs> Buffy doesn't like me. Buffy doesn't like Mike. Mike. Uh, 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 so I have to eat this life cereal. Oh! Did you just get that now? Yeah. <laughs> There's a cereal called Mike. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I just figured out school hard. <laughs> uh, maybe we should both be uh, taking an introduction to pies. <laughs> uh, so Warren, fuck mm. you, Warren, bumps into Buffy and sticks a metal thingamajigger. Evil her. lint. Evil lint. Metal lint. Uh, he says it's an inhibitor with an omega pulse. I would love if a real scientist would let us know if this is gibberish. I I predict uh, it's gibberish. I mean, it's 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 kind of one of those things. Like I remember hearing in a uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, they have a specific like thing on one of the the consoles. It's like the Einstein Rosen uh, Bridge compensator. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, that's nice because they're basically saying like. There's part of the science that we don't understand and we can't explain. So we're just going to have a thing labeled, this fixes it. 
basically. Basically. So it's like, yeah. I'm sure some of the words have meanings, but I don't think that explains how this device could possibly work. Because we haven't yet figured out how to like jump through time. Well, and I'm also not entirely sure what it's doing if it's just... Because at first it seems like it's just like freezing her. Yeah, which really kind of brings... In, like into question what's going on for everyone else yeah because like if somebody just stood perfectly still at a water fountain for more than 30 seconds everyone <laughs> would be like what the fuck is going on with that lady bitch get out of the way yeah. <laughs> i am thirsty because nobody's thirsty and nobody seems to notice I and guess? tara's not like are you drowning yeah. she's like straight up just walking down the hall like, leaving her there buffy uh so buffy time jumps uh mm-hmm. tara hands her a book and then whoosh 20 minutes later and then she goes to get a drink of water and then whoosh, Tara's headed to class. Again, if if you're just standing at the water fountain, like yeah. your friend's like, fuck you. And like, uh, <laughs> Tara's kind of a bitch. Yeah. I guess, I guess she was offended that Buffy wasn't listening to her story. I mean, that's also fair. Yeah. Class is about to start and then whoosh, it's over. Yep. Buffy's talking to Tara and then whoosh, she's gone. Again, so you were talking, your friends stood at you not moving or blinking or responding to what you're saying. So you just walk away. Especially when you know there is a robot that looks exactly like her. At least yeah. check her and see it's not the robot, maybe. Get Willow, call an ambulance. Yeah. I think maybe she had a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, when time speeds up again, Buffy gets trampled mm-hmm. uh, and then crawls under a table. Yeah, I don't really understand the mechanics of it. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the concept is fun. But, like, so I guess no one is seeing her in this state because why would nobody like do anything but again like tara would respond yeah, if buffy just tara. disappeared yeah. so it's, it's a little weird uh buffy spines little speck mm-hmm. of a thingamajig on herself the evil lint uh and it's it, pretty powerful for such a small little thing a teeny tiny little thing and it self-destructs and goes poof poof and now you're just a crazy lady lady under a table mm-hmm. congratulations you did that welcome to college by the way, today in Buffy fashion, great outfits this time. Just wonderful. Her hair looks just great. Mm-hmm. Tra- you know, crawling through the grass and hiding under a table does it for her. It's got kind of this like, I'm not trying, but it's perfectly mm-hmm. like swept up kind of thing. This bustier t- top that like, mm-hmm. looking pretty hot. You know, she's got she's not going to get any tan lines from it. It's giving her a little push. And the cameo necklace. I love mm-hmm. this necklace with the woman's silhouette on it. I love it. The trio scores uh, this Warren's thing. Yeah. It's a seven on the freakometer. You you uh. get a 10 on the freakometer because you're a goddamn freak, Warren. <laughs> Fuck you, Warren. Well, that's just for, for look at it. It's beady little eyes. Ugh. So now it's Andrew's turn. Buffy goes to a construction site with Xander. Again, in Buffy fashion, your cute little pigtails and her lunchbox. This is a great fashion episode. I'm off to work with daddy. It's adorable. <laughs> and it really kind of works in this scene, mm-hmm. like, and just doubling down on like, yeah. I'm just a girl. And then, whoop. <laughs> uh, again, like pretty common in the season. She's being funny. Mm-hmm. And people gotta like respond. It's like they're looking at her like she's crazy. I'm like, no, she is legit hilarious. Well, right they're now. they're they're being pretty pretty sexist. Of like, what's this little girl doing on our construction site? 
Well, even but no, but like her and Xander, when she's like mm. retail, I'd rather be dead. Again, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. A little too soon, <laughs> it's Buffy. Funny. And Xander says, look, when you meet the foreman, leave out the stuff about blacking out and evil end. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, the foreman, Mm -hmm. I believe, should be friends with Warren. Oh. Because they are both sexist creeps. Mm -hmm. Uh, He calls Buffy a little girl and Gidget, Brittany. Which also, like, Gidget, that's an old reference, man. Princess. Again, she didn't do herself any favors Mm -hmm. with the pigtails. But damn it, equality no matter your hairstyle. Whatever you say, princess. As someone who has withstood dumb blonde jokes for my entire life. Yeah. Trust me. (laughs) She she picks up a 200 pound beam with no effort. Mm -hmm. Yes, queen. (laughs) Yes. Every time she does this, I'm like, thank you. Fuck these guys. This also brings up to like. People always, uh, when I'd make the thing like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to have superpowers? And they'd be like, well, it's not, it's not like you'd actually be fighting crime all the time. What would you do with that? And be like, work construction. They get paid a lot. Yeah. Like, if you could just hand carry things that you'd otherwise have to use big machines for, that would definitely save them some time and, and money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. In high demand. Mm-hmm. Let's get Spider-Man over to the construction site. <laughs> but even then, she's going too fast. hmm how dare you work efficiently? <laughs> we get paid by the hour, yo. I, I was trying to do like a, you know, like construction worker, New York accent. We get paid by the hour. Now, what if that person was talking to a Russian gentleman? <laughs> no. <laughs> what if? That's all imagine that. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony is creeping around in the background. I feel like we're never going to get an explanation for No, it feels like maybe there was something they dropped. <laughs> he just, eh. Uh, Andrew plays his pipe. Little pan flute. <laughs> and while to- uh, Tony is creeping, Buffy pushes him out of the way because demons. Mm-hmm. There's demons in the construction site. They I'd call them leech monks. Leech monks? Why? Because they have kind of leechy faces, but okay. they're dressed like monks. Oh, okay. I call them green predators. Because <laughs> <laughs> they look like they're predator, but yeah. they're green. Uh, they knock down a wall. She beheads a demon with a shovel. Yep. And he disappears into some bad CGI. Ooh, some real Alex Mack shit. Right <laughs> Later they say, uh, melting. I'm like, mm, I don't think that's what happened. No. <laughs> that melting. Capri sunning at best. <laughs> Capri sun. <laughs> he totally Capri sunned. <laughs> It's funny how, like, between, um, was it season two when uh, Giles's psychedelic demon-worshipping mm, friends yeah. showed up in Capri Sound? Yeah. And we haven't increased our budget or our CGI department. No, if anything, that effect got worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two construction guys watch as she breaks one's neck and then crushes the other one with a hydraulic lift. Yes! Scissor lift death. Squeeze them. Is it a scissor? I did, I yeah. made up the hydraulic thing. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Well, it is hydraulics, but it's, yeah, it's a scissor lift. We are both right. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, the trio fights in the van, and the horn plays the Star Wars theme. Aww. Andrew, you dum-dum. <laughs> Xander gets mad at Buffy for demons attacking her at his job. Yeah. Can't really help it. What are you supposed to do? Like, say, hey, demons, logical. wait. Wait till five. That's when I get off. Not her choice. You know better. 
Uh, the construction guys deny demons because they don't want anyone to know that they were little crybabies mm-hmm. and let a girl protect them. I mean, they could split the difference and say, like, we all fought and, and, yeah. and she helped. I didn't cry. I killed that other one. Uh, Gary the demon. <laughs> uh, and then they say, that time of the month? Fuck you. Is that not a nice thing to say? Fuck you so hard. Let the demon eat you. Xanar <laughs> uh, tells her, someone's messing with you. You should find out who. Now. <laughs> <laughs> You're firing me, aren't you? Yeah. Cut to the magic box, and the book still, still. is still there. Yes. Oh, thank God. They survived I was so Bargaining Demons. Them. I was so worried. <laughs> and I was, this one of those things is like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe the sign didn't say books do. Oh, no. Nope. It was like, this episode was like, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking books do, guys. Take a good long look. <laughs> Now we're going to pan. I've been reading entirely wrong. <laughs> I've been using my eyes instead of my tongue. <laughs> uh, uh, so Buffy it, is finally resorted to working at the magic box. Oh. You know, at this point, like, I just took a deep breath and I had a huge smile on my face. It feels so nice. Buffy is back to normal. Like, mm. this just feels like yeah. a classic Buffy episode. Mm-hmm. This isn't, I died, depression, Buffy, mm-hmm. she'll be back. Yeah. But this is just like, you know, I obviously talk about a lot that like what I love about Buffy is how her dealing with the shit we all deal with mm-hmm. makes the shit we all deal with easier to, you know, get through. Yeah. And her dealing with a crisis of identity at mm-hmm. 22 and am I a student What's my job going to be? What mm-hmm. am, what are my options? How am I going to pay bills? It's so relatable. Yeah. And like, yeah, you're adding in the supernatural, but like, this is great. This is a classic Buffy. Absolutely. I love this. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Especially like working a shitty job. Like, yep, that's your mm-hmm. 20s. Uh, Anya tells her about special orders and shipping items to customers. And so, like, in retrospect, like, yeah, they're giving us this information so that later on, when she uses it, you're like, ah, Buffy, in that big old brain of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't feel clunky. Mm-hmm. You know who should have taken notes on this? Who? Vampire Academy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, it feels like, because it feels like a joke about, yeah. you know, the annoying minutia of... Mm-hmm of retail yeah. and like, you know, fill it out everything in triplicate. And you're God damn, like this sucks. And then no, it's relevant information. Mm-hmm. We need it. Thank you, Joss. Yeah. Vampire Academy sucks. Uh, the trio is spying on the magic box with a camera that is much more suspicious than the evil lint. Why don't you use the evil lint camera technology? I mean, cause they blew it up. Th- they can't get two tiny they, cameras. They only made one. They have a budget for one. They shouldn't have spent so much money on that horn. Yeah, that that seems like an inexpensive detail to your like spray paint to add to the side of your van. Okay, mm-hmm. um, that horn that Novelty was horn was expensive. Uh, so now it's Jonathan's turn. He has a spell with a magic bone. Magic bone. So the bell mm-hmm. we will come to hate that bell. Uh, you can ring my bell. There should be a montage to that song in the show. I've never heard that song. I think you just made it up. You can ring my bell. Ring my bell. Ring, ring. 
Ring my bell. I prefer. It's a now. <laughs> so Giles tells her, uh, I recommend concentrating on customer service, not sales. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly not listening and just cleaning his glasses. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, yep, right, right. And Anya tells Buffy, go help that customer. And she passes a dude who says, which, which candle is more romantic, lemon or slug? You need help with that question. Man, it depends. Is it like a slug you're getting romantic with? It's the hellmouth. He be, could be getting it on with the slug. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we skipped that episode. And then the female customer says that she wants a mummy hand, mm-hmm. which is in the basement. So Buffy goes to get it. It is alive, however, <gasps> or it comes alive when she touches yeah. it. And it chokes her, and Buffy stabs and kills it, and suddenly everything starts over. What? This is just like that Bill Burry movie, Stripes. <laughs> that one. This sequence is so well done. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just me. I mean, this mm-hmm. is what everyone remembers from this episode. Mm-hmm. And when you actually like sit down and watch it again like oh this is only like five minutes she goes through four more different like Mm -hmm. trials in this episode or four more different like little vignettes Mm -hmm. and this this is the the one we all remember it's It's so well good so well done so well good it's so well good (laughs) my english is good in russia good wells you (laughs) i think the other great thing about this is that Mm -hmm. um we all love it when Buffy's smart. Mm-hmm. When like her slayer power is not just like I'm strong, yeah. but like no, I can you know use my brain to get myself out of this situation. And it's really funny mm-hmm. just to watch her have to go through this yeah. shit every time. What a great metaphor for retail. Uh, so the second time around, she cuts off the fingers and says fingers sold separately. Womp womp. Uh, she tells Giles because he's not listening, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to marry Bob Dole and raise penguins in Guam. Bob Dole doesn't like penguins. <laughs> not gonna like that. <laughs> and then now the hand is choking the customer. She marches out the front door, but ends right up back in the store. It's a Pac-Man scenario. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then now the mummy hand has the tongues coming after her. <laughs> So the point being that she she cannot get out of this loop until she mm-hmm. satisfies the customer. She can't satisfy the customer because of this fucking money hand. I also like how the trio references other shows that had episodes where it was like Groundhog Day. Yeah. She rips out the bell. She says, you like slug? Go with slug. <laughs> Stomps on Giles' glasses. She attacks the woman. <laughs> Throws a candle at the guy. Mm-hmm. She's just crying. But it's that crappy shoulder cry. I hate yeah. it when she does the shoulder cry where she's just bobbing her shoulders yeah, and pretending it's, like she's crying. It's like comedy cry. Yeah. <laughs> Defeated Buffy. She's like, can't get it for you. It's defective. But, callback, I can special order one and ship it to you. Success. Nice. But she didn't charge for shipping. But it's okay. Well, you can take it out of your pay. (laughs) And she quits. I've never had a job that did that, where if you screw up, they they take it out out of your your pay. pay. It's always like, okay, but don't do that again. Yeah. (laughs) 
Buffy does shots with Spike. I like the running joke of her response to drinking alcohol. Duh. Oh. That's still my response to shots. I feel like I, I just reach an age where I'm like, I will that listen to shots. Yeah. Just put that in a glass and then fill it up with tonic water for me. Woo. <laughs> just, I'm not going to put my stomach through that. <laughs> that sounds unpleasant. Uh, unless we're talking lemon drops and that's damn tasty. I mean, I'll, I'll do a shot if someone else is paying for it, but Ugh. if I'm buying alcohol, I want to taste it fair yeah like, like i just we're just reaching age where i'm boring and i'm like yeah that shot sounds great inside of something that i can enjoy mm-hmm. so buffy in this episode is is like putting on different hats and trying out everybody's life she tried mm-hmm. on willows as a student xander as a construction worker anya slash giles in retail and now spike see what fits uh spike suggests that uh they talk to demons and fights and be bad yeah not gonna make you money (laughs) it's the only thing about this part where i'm like you're kind of veering off plan i get you want to find out who's fucking with you but also like the whole point is just like what am i gonna do with my life this is not a career (laughs) Mm -hmm. unless she's like just beating up demons for money Uh, i don't think you're a good guy anymore also like when he's like try on my world this is already her world This is her nighttime world. She mm-hmm. needs to figure out her daytime world. Yeah. And it will not solve her income problem. Spike looks real good here. Ooh. He looks real good. Because here's the thing. He's got that curly hair. And you know I like when he has curly hair. And I'm like, he's so cute. Because like, <laughs> no, here's the, like, Buffy is gradually getting drunker. Mm-hmm. But like, the look he keeps giving her, where like, his head's down. He's like, looking up at her through her his eyelashes. Mm-hmm. And he's like so in love it's adorable no. he's like like i was looking at screen caps and even all the screen caps he's like the biggest crush was like and you just everything you do is beautiful oh he's so cute he's like a teenager i love happy spike <laughs> yeah you know we're gonna see him happy and like not evil happy but no. legitimately yeah. just like i'm hanging out with the girl i like <laughs> uh he takes a drunk buffy to a demon bar where we meet Clem. Uh, excuse me. In this episode, he's known as Loose Skinned Demon. No, no, he doesn't have a name yet. Nope. I wonder why they decided to keep him on. I, I, I haven't heard anything official, but I imagine it's one of those things where it's like they just enjoyed working with the actor. Yeah, they're like, we kind of need somebody to be like a demon friend of Spike's. Well, this, this guy. And he is adorable. Yeah. he's just adorable. Uh, they're playing poker in the back room. And this is this is also like they can listen to gossip while they play. They play for kittens, and the kittens are so cute. <laughs> They're so cute, these little kittens. They probably eat them, right? So they, I mean, they will. But in the meantime, they're so cute. I've named them. Uh oh. I got attached. I named all of them. The gray oh, no. one is Ashton. The tabby's name is Memphis, and the white one's name is Ghost. Right. Spike joins in the game and he says, Someone's got to stake me. Buffy goes, I'll do it. No one laughs at her jokes this season, and she has some quality jokes this season. Well, I think mean, that one's an issue of like, read the room. <laughs> like, Nobody else is a vampire, though. I feel like if you're evil, like, but <laughs> still, it's like, uh, get it? Because I murder all of your kind. 
I feel you, girl, Buffy. Nobody laughs at my jokes either. It's fine. Uh, the trio races for the final Buffy test. And the, they talk about Bond a lot. They fight mm-hmm. over the best Bond. Uh, I think it's it's very debatable. But uh, one point that is made, Moonraker is inexcusable. It is. Uh, I mean, there is one other film you could argue is a worse Bond film. But it is Cuckoo Bananas Crazy. <laughs> it's a movie that goes from like just your standard Bond film to all of a sudden there's a pigeon double take. That is clearly (laughs) added in later. And then it ends with a giant space battle with lasers that are barely set up. And then it's all of a sudden like a hundred people in space have lasers. And you see like (laughs) one laser being tested at one point earlier in the film. And then all of a sudden everybody's shooting lasers at each other. As is traditional on this podcast, I have not seen that movie, but now I actually want to see it because you know I like bad movies. Oh, it is. Yeah. You definitely need some, some, uh, (laughs) just say lubrication to get through that movie because uh it's it's real slow to start and then it gets progressively crazier and crazier (laughs) they also turn one of the series best villains into a joke in uh one of the things that is most commonly cited as a mandela effect in uh cinema okay yeah all right i'm gonna make a joke about lubrication but i don't have it formed so do with that what you will just tell me to do whatever i want with lubrication (laughs) i'm not gonna leave that one alone Spike one, all oh, you adorable kittens. Aww. But he's packing them up too fast. I can't name them all. <laughs> we got Fluffy. We got Fluffy Junior. <laughs> Fluffy, Fluffy Senior. That one's Snowball. Why Snowball so two. Puppies? They all start accusing each other of cheating. Mm-hmm. One guy has X-ray vision, but he's not using it. Clem has cards and his skin folds. I could have leaned on that days ago. Clem calls Buffy ugly. Aww. And I'm like, how oh, Spike is defensive. <laughs> I mean, like, calm down, Spike. He's clearly yeah. really like, His standards of beauty are probably a little different. It's, it's, it's totally different uh, yeah. species. I love when he mentions Buffy and just off screen, you hear the... Uh, he says, I'm not getting into a bar fight to defend your right to gamble for kittens, which, by the way, is stupid currency. I do like that. That, that statement. It's stupid currency. It, it is. is. It, it really is. is. They grow up very fast. Yeah, it's they move around transport. a lot. Yeah. Although at the same time, the idea of like playing poker for like pizza rolls sounds great. <laughs> I feel like you might eat into your winnings. That, I mean, like, again, stupid currency. I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But like... For a fun game of poker, but then see they wouldn't stay hot. It's the same problem. Yeah. It's you just money, and then you buy pizza rolls. <laughs> money buys pizza rolls. <laughs> Use money to buy pizza rolls. One <laughs> pizza rolls. Now. <laughs> okay, seconds. We'll be right back. We're gonna go grab some pizza rolls. <laughs> Buffy sets the kittens free. Kinda. I mean, yeah. the demons just round them up. Yeah. Run mittens. And Mittens Jr. Why are there so many juniors? They're all the same age. <laughs> They're just going too fast. I'm running. I'm not. I, I can't think this fast. Buffy hops out. Says, Look at stupid Buffy. Too dumb for college. And freak Buffy. Too strong for construction. And at the magic shop. Was bored before the hour that wouldn't end. Uh, Spike literally runs into Buffy just standing outside the bar. Because she spots the van. Quick, Jonathan, grab your magic bone. Hmm. 
a red large winged demon that talks like an e- an idiot. Mm-hmm. Says, you have discovered me. <laughs> and then Warren and Andrew Bale. Fuck you, Warren. Yep. Jonathan, ditch these assholes. This seat, this time through, I'm, you know, more than ever, I'm like, it was always like, you know, Jonathan's the best of the three. And then like watching again, I'm like, he's really just, Jonathan's fine. These guys, why is he with these assholes? He just needs friends. He doesn't have any friends. They are not friends to him. They are so mean. That's the closest he has. Oh, you can do better, Geeks Jonathan. used to not be cool. Remember? I remember. I mean, there's somebody for you, Jonathan. Buffy is too drunk to fight, but lands one good kick. Mm-hmm. And the demon cries and flees through a portal, a.k.a. a smoke bomb, and then he runs away. And she's so drunk, she's like, yeah. he vanished. <laughs> They're both just, like, too drunk to really notice, like, that's obviously not just, what happened. No, it was a smoke bomb. Uh, they say, we took on the Slayer. Yay, us! <laughs> we are so good. You know, except for the fact that she didn't know she was fighting you, and all you accomplished was giving her a crappy day and putting her in a bad mood. But yeah, you won. And they found freaky cable porn. Which I've always found the idea of watching porn with other friends who I'm not romantically involved <laughs> with to be... The most puzzling idea in the world. Yeah, dudes are weird. Why is I, that a thing? I, I've ne- I thankfully have never been invited to watch <laughs> porn with other men that like, like, I can understand if it's like, you're all into each other. Sure. But like, sexy just, hot times. Yeah. Just like watching porn with your buds just seems like, what are you, what are you getting out of this? Apparently that was a big thing for guys in my high school. Ooh. There were rumors going around that they would have porn parties. Are they still like, doing what you're supposed to do with porn or are they yeah, just like no that's yeah Ugh. <laughs> yeah that's so weird yeah that's such like a but then again they have movie theaters that are strictly for that it, uh, they're I just, just gonna have I... to take turns in the van Ooh, <laughs> that's even sadder just like you're done not yet and then they're gonna make jonathan clean it Oh, you know they will. They're the worst. He Fuck uses you. magic bone. <laughs> oh, no. I bet they had some magic bones watching that porn. I know. Uh, Buffy and Giles. Buffy's all down on herself. So is the phone company. I like that he's not really lecturing her about mm-hmm. being so drunk that she's puking. Yeah. She's 22. It's going to happen. It happens. Giles gives her a check. Which, for that to help this much that she's that mm-hmm. excited my imagination for how much that check is for yeah is just run rampant it has yeah. to be massive it's like yeah it has to be thousands because if it was just like i mean like tens of thousands because like mm-hmm. if it's gonna last more than a month you've got a mortgage yeah. you've got that plumber bill yeah. gas and like and not like just that's, like that's, this month yeah the ones you're late on yeah that's gotta be so much Guess he's got some of that sweet watcher groceries. You're feeding cash. four goddamn people because Tara and Willow do not have jobs and they are not contributing. Nope. It's like doesn't isn't like Willow smart enough that she probably has like a scholarship that's giving her money that she could pitch in or something. She should. All the shit they broke in that house. I mean, I just this has to be so much money. How much money does Giles have? Giles is rich. She says it's a little like having my mom back, which kind of makes a joke about but like. That's such a compliment. Mm. I mean, like, if you're saying it to a paternal figure, not like, don't say this to your girlfriend. 
It's like having my mom back. <laughs> now let's make out. <laughs> Don't do that. But if you're talking to like a step parent, a parental figure, mm-hmm. a very close neighbor, and you're like, it's a little like having my mom back. Like, wow. That like got me. Like that is, that means a lot. And then you ask to make out with them. <laughs> yeah, let it, let it sink in first. She says, I feel safe knowing you're always going to be here. Which at this point, just, I mean, I get she's being dependent, mm-hmm. but like still at 22, I would say the majority of people still have both parents or like if you only mm-hmm. grew up with one parent, you still have that parent. And like you're still at an age where you're like, yeah, I'm dependent on my parents being there. Like mm-hmm. it's that's normal. This is normal, normal stuff. And even if you're financially independent, like you still rely on your family a lot for support emotionally. But I'm not sure if she can she should really be making the assumption that he's going to physically be there. Yeah, I guess I don't take her words that way. Yeah. That she's saying like you'll always be there for me. Which Mm -hmm. is not a bad thing. Yeah. So what's the lesson in life cereal? You can go your own way. I've never heard that song. Go your own way. It's really the only lyric from that song that fits. Um, It's great to try on different hats, but ultimately you have to go your own way and figure out what's right for you. And that Mm -hmm. may or may not be an easy answer. It might take time. It might take more than one day. Yep. One very eventful day. Very long day. It's Buffy's horrible, terrible, no good, very bad day. It's pretty much. So what do you think of this one? Uh, I, I really like this one. I, I would say Life Cereal, Mikey likes it. I love it. Do that all the time. Uh, well, that's the only time that this, this, this works. works. Okay, fine. Um, but no, I, I think... Next to um, Willow killing the fawn, this is one of the first <laughs> things I think of with this season. And I always think of it as coming later, which I guess doesn't really make sense because mm. they're testing Buffy, so that should be earlier. But I always imagine it coming later. I'm like, oh, yeah, season six, the the one where they have the crazy trials and she travels through time and there's the stupid not a real demon that Jonathan plays unconvincingly. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I love this episode. Yeah. I love it. Um, it is one of the few, like, truly comedic, campy mm-hmm. uh, episodes of this season. I yeah. feel like it's this one and, like, Double Meat Palace and, like, Gone. And then, like, everything else is kind of a dinner. Um, even once more with feeling, it's really serious in there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Tabula Rasa. That's another good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. But, yeah, Buffy, is. this just feels like classic Buffy. This mm-hmm. feels like season two or three yeah. like it it's it's not season four like a little too campy mm-hmm. it's not season five we have cancer <laughs> <laughs> it's not season six i'm in a deep depression and thinking about death a lot um it's it's back to just being the buffy that i love it's relevant to what she's going through it's relevant to what other people are going through at this age and it furthers the whole arc while also like working it by itself i could mm-hmm. show this episode to non-Buffy fans and be like this is why I like Buffy I think the the trouble with a lot of standalone episodes that you show is like oh so the show is always like this like oh not exactly like if you show Mm -hmm. somebody hush it's like well this is kind of a weird episode Mm -hmm. it's a good episode and it fits with the rest of the show but it's not like a standard episode this one well you can make a similar argument like there's enough of what Buffy is and it's clearly like a bunch of different things happening so it's clearly not 
you know, just going to be one of these things every week. Mm-hmm. So I think that, yeah, it makes a great kind of display episode. I think we need to take a break mm-hmm. and hear from our sponsor. Is your other car not the Millennium Falcon? Do you want to feel like your van can do Warp 7? It may be a used sedan, but to you, it could be Bonds, Aston Martin. How? Take your vehicle to Andrew's Auto Detailing and we'll personalize your automotive style. At Andrew's Auto Detailing, we offer a variety of services from custom paint and decals to specialty horns. Just listen to this satisfied customer. My name is Arthur. I ordered specialty Futurama fins for my 2007 PT Cruiser. They were sufficient. Uh, Anyone else? I'm Melanie. Eager girl. And while my Toyota Tercel looked drab, to me it was a dear companion. That's why I visited Andrew's Auto Body. Now my Tercel looks like a TARDIS, complete with canine horn. Add in the Dalek bucket seats, Auton armrests, and the Cybermat stick shift, then this used car definitely looks bigger on the inside. Alon Z, get your... I forgot to tell you about the dashboard. The dash is adorned with all 12 doctors. William Hartnell, Patrick Troughton, John Pertwee, Tom Baker, Peter Davison, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCall... Paul McGann, Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant, Matt Smith, and Peter Capaldi. Well, as I was saying, Alan Z. I know what you're thinking. What about John Hurt, the war doctor? Well, he is on the interior of the glove compartment, which reflects how he could be considered the ninth, twelfth, or not technically a doctor, as he refused that mantle in the time war between the Daleks and the Time Lords. You done? Mm Mm-hmm. Get your vehicle to Andrew's Auto Body and drive in style. It's time to put life cereal back on the shelf. Putting the cereal back on the shelf. <laughs> and open the books on all the way. I think it's safe to say this one is not the prize at the bottom of the life cereal. Yeah. <laughs> no. oh, funny thing. Nope. Uh, happy Halloween, Mike. Happy Halloween. Is this our, this is our last Halloween episode of yeah. Buffy, right? Oh. Anya is one of Charlie's angels, and oh. she is adorable. Oh, roller girl, Emma. Like, she's, this is yeah. very flattering. She looks so mm-hmm. cute. Her hair is on point. I love Anya's outfit. You can see why, like, this is when Xander's like, I'm telling everybody. She looks hot. I'm going to propose to her. Mm -hmm. You better hurry up. Got some competition. Xander is a pirate. Mm -hmm. Uh, This kid he's talking to is a piece of shit. Yeah. You're not a real pirate. Yeah. Well, you're not a real firefighter, smartass. Yeah. Do you not understand how Halloween works? (laughs) Yeah. Pretend. Ever heard of it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> this is thinking it's like this is not really shoots and ladders it's a picture on a board <laughs> oh i don't think you're really charlie brown and i don't think you really have good grief <laughs> grief is not good <laughs> <laughs> uh willow is on her own damn witch hunt yeah but the little cute one Aww. what if she was like and your little ward and the girl's like that's just that's, that's just, always there <laughs> I, that's just my face i kissed toad <laughs> klepto dawn oh great you remember this super important plot point <sighs> that's not forced at all nope none whatsoever really glad we spend time on this yep totally develops dawn's character 
<laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> it's not funny. It's super serious. <laughs> <laughs> super serious, guys. Uh, hey, remember in Live Serial when Buffy, like, was like really fashionable mm-hmm. she used up all her fashion sense uh her outfit here she has a lavender lace tank top uh-huh and green cargo pants uh with a giant belt uh that looks like it would hold ammo for her bazooka yeah because she's fighting the judge again i think she stole these pants from a south american revolutionary mm-hmm. some guerrilla force she just you know there's a guy running around in the jungle without pants uh-oh. Not Riley. It's not a thing. <laughs> no, no one wants that. Well, maybe that's how he ends up, you know. <laughs> Where he finds his wife. Yep. She's into it. Uh, Spike is already making sexy jokes. Uh, which, like, at this point, I'm like, haha, yeah, sexy jokes. Then I'm, I'm trying to, like, put this in order of, like, remember where they were one year ago mm-hmm. when he was, you know, locking her up against his will. She probably should have killed him back then. Yep. And, like... They have not had sex yet. They haven't even mm-hmm. kissed yet. No. So, like, at this point, he is jumping some steps by making some very sexual jokes. What do you mean? I mean, he's taking a chance. She could beat him up for this. She might be like, that is not funny. <laughs> this is sexual harassment in the workplace. Also, like, kind of into it. Like, you can see she's kind well, of like... I mean, I, could you also interpret it that Spike is just being dumb and not realizing that when he says rough and tumble, that that... Oh, that he is not yeah. meaning it as an innuendo, but she's taking it that way because yeah. she's so into him. That's how I read it, which is a little weird because I feel like Spike would would get that in, in a sec when he noticed the reaction. Mm-hmm. But I could also see him just referring to like patrolling as a bit rough and tumble. Okay, then I kind of like the idea that like we're sowing seeds here and seeing mm-hmm. that like... When they eventually, you know, once more with feeling when they kiss, they mm-hmm. we're seeing seeds of that. So it doesn't feel like yeah. it comes out of nowhere. You mm-hmm. see that there is some like chemistry and attraction going yeah. on. Okay. I like that interpretation. Uh, we got a creepy, creepy old guy for no reason. <laughs> He's the scary German guy from Monster Squad. He is that. Yes. <laughs> like exactly that character. Uh, so the store is closed and everyone exhausted. Anya does the dance of capitalist superiority. Mm-hmm. It says, I'm going to marry that girl. I mean, yes, yeah. you are. That's why you proposed to her. Mm-hmm. What took you so long to tell your friend? Uh, you just had to see her in another really hot outfit. Really hot outfit and do a little shaking her little tush. Mm-hmm. So we tell, he makes the announcement. Everyone's very happy. <laughs> they start making out and we get the great joke that Giles takes off his glasses so he doesn't have to see what they're doing. <laughs> so you wear glasses. Mm-hmm. Do you ever do this? I don't know what you're talking about, Kristen. I'm not doing anything. There's no purpose of you cleaning them right now. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, I I don't know if I do that. I do find it weirdly comforting to when I first woke up in the morning to not have to see everything clearly. I can see that, yeah. Like, it's just kind of like, it's a nice way to ease myself in, because if I ever, like, um, on the rare occasions I've slept with contacts in by accident, mm. or um, fallen asleep with my glasses on, and I wake up to perfect vision, it's like unsliding, it's like, oh, there's too much information for my head right now. Interesting, yeah. I get yeah. that. Uh, so they throw a, uh, an impromptu engagement party mm-hmm. with magic decorations. Uh-oh. I mean... 
I don't know if she went all out. There's just like some stringers, streamers hanging from the ceiling. But it's still like, I get why like, Terry gives that little look to Giles of like, this is kind of like. You need this. Yeah. She's not Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, magic, magic has a price in this universe. Like, maybe using it so willy-nilly just for party decorations. The th- I mean, the only reason I get this is because like, I'm always one for saving a buck and Tara's like, we could go um, to the store and buy decorations. Like, you guys don't pay bills. <laughs> That's why they don't pay bills because they're too busy buying decorations. <laughs> and so, so I'm trying to separate, like, again, it's tr- trying mm-hmm. to separate, like, what I know is going to happen mm-hmm. with the information I have at this point. And if I'm Willow mm-hmm. and I don't know that, like, later on this season, I'm going to get addicted to magic mm-hmm. and I'm going to go all bad and I'm just like, I just magicked up these decorations because mm-hmm. we we're like, oh, we didn't have time. It's okay. I got it. Poof. Mm-hmm. Tara does seem like a nag. We know that like her concerns about Tara, about Willow's magic addiction is legit. Mm-hmm. But I understand Willow being like, what are you making a big deal about? I mean, I guess I understand why Willow might feel that way. But I also feel like Tara has, you know, a lot of experience with magic, as does Giles. And they're both like, this seems like a little too much. Mm-hmm. I feel like people who who have like opinions I'd respect on something, I would I would respect them if they said, "Hey, maybe tone that down a little bit." Mm-hmm. So I I I tend to side more with with uh, Giles and uh, Tarana. Oh, I think they're absolutely yeah. right. I'm just saying her confusion. I feel mm-hmm. I I get it. Yeah, like they're still absolutely right. I feel like I mean the same way that like you tell an alcoholic like. Mm-hmm. Do you really need that drink? They always be like, "What are you talking about? Loosen up." Buffy tells Xander at some point, "You used to have to pay for dates," and Xander says, "To find date, this is the first time I understand what happened here." Xander went to hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Xander has paid for sex. Well, I mean, I think they're joking, but I also feel like maybe that wouldn't have been a bad idea because when he chose his own dates it was like killers and mantis ladies and mummy girls and like hey, hookers can be demons too oh i'm sorry <laughs> really that's a really hashtag not all hookers if you enjoy the episode guys hashtag not all hookers don't do that don't not at all <laughs> <laughs> what what if that was like the weird thing that like blew up the podcast it was like oh it's some podcast about buffy and hookers like you know, Mike, they barely Mike, talk about hookers at all. Mike, sex workers, okay? Join the 21st century. Hashtag not all sex workers. <laughs> Don is going to a sleepover. I was said Don's going to a sleepover. <laughs> a sleepworker. <laughs> Sorry. Don is going to a sleepover. She, I mean, she's really grown up in a year. Like, look at her. The, the hair, the makeup, the clothes. You know, at the beginning of last season, we're like, they're writing her as eight and now all of a sudden she's 16 yeah. <laughs> like you're like whoa <laughs> that's quite a year they really uh, responded to all that hate mail also is there an editing joke here where it's like i'm not going to be walking in the streets and then she's like walking on the sidewalk which i guess is an editing joke but also if she was just walking to her friends it would, would be also like be walking down yeah the it, street. there's a couple times in this episode where it's like it's like a very soft editing joke that they yeah. really don't land like mm-hmm. Bam! Edit! Yeah. Like, it's just kind of like, and we're cutting to this. Like, I think that was a joke. You know what it should have been? Is like, it's not like I'm going to be walking down any dark alleys and then just and cut just straight to her in the dark, dark, alley. dark alley. Yeah. Uh, oh. Speaking of which, 
Did no one tell the Slayer sister about the murder alley? Well, this isn't the murder alley, though. This is a different murder alley? This is a different alley, so it's not the murder alley, so she's oh, okay. safe. <laughs> Just weird people making out in corners. Hey, Mike. We asked. You answered. What? And Mike has no idea. I really don't this time at all. It's a stacker surprise. Whoa! Two. Got two times this week. All two times. So in this episode, Don is caught, quote unquote, parking with a vampire. I'm not sure if this is like an international term, if this translate. Mm-hmm. It's like the idea, it's very like 50s, I guess, that you there's a quote unquote make out point mm-hmm. that you go and you park in your you know, Chevy, whatever, and you make out in the back seat. Parking. Mm-hmm. And I asked the stackers, do you have any crazy, funny, or embarrassing stories about your town's make out point, no. or better yet, getting caught there? Megan wrote to tell us that we she didn't have a make out point, or at least she never knew about it, but she did get caught making out with her first boyfriend. Ooh. She says we were at a pool hall with some friends and we were sloppy fifteen year old kissing. Ooh. Braces and all. Ugh. And when one of my friends points behind me and says, Uh, Megan, your dad is right behind you. She laughed, thinking it's a joke, and she goes to kiss her boyfriend again, and then Ooh. My dad's voice clears gruffly, and I turn to find him with his arms crossed and that angry look he gets when I'm in deep shit. <laughs> it was like a scene straight out of a bad preteen movie. Needless to say, the ride home was <sighs> awkward. Especially because she had to give a ride to that kid home. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And Erica wrote in to say, since I was super cool in high school and pretty much never left my room unless forced to... What? The only makeout places I knew were at school. This oh. is cooler than I was. I, I would have never chanced making out at school. That sounds very dangerous. She says, my last class before lunch was uh, NJROTC, which I believe is New Jersey ROTC, mm-hmm. uh, which pretty much had its own building. She says, my boyfriend had class in the building next door, so we'd sneak around to the back and make out on the stairs. One day, I'm leaning against the rail at the top of the stairs, making kissy faces with the BS, when the chief busts out the doors and starts yelling. Startled me so bad, I flailed and end up awkwardly rolling down a few steps. (laughs) Not only did I get detention, but my parents found out we had a super awkward sex talk because I hadn't gotten around to telling them that I had my first boyfriend. I feel like the worst punishment ever is the talk. (laughs) It's like, there's nothing worse. I feel like even after you've had the talk, it could still be a great punishment. It's like, you're going to get the talk again. (laughs) Specifically from your parents. What do you think is worse? Getting caught by your dad or being caught by like an ROTC chief? Mm. Parents, military. I I feel like it depends on where. I feel like, the the parents in the place you're not expecting is worse because it's like so like I would never have thought that would happen. Whereas like at least you like somewhere in the back of your mind it's like I am at school. Mm. They are here. It's a thing that's in the realm of possibility, even if it's very very startling. Part of the excitement is the idea that you're going to get caught though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they sneak off to the park. Uh, she goes, it's where they go, where it's all where the monsters hang out in Halloween. Ha ha ha. Except Dawn knows that monsters are real. Yeah. This, she's being very dumb this episode. But I mean, she does also presumably know that monsters try to usually take the night off unless there's like 
Like every season, though, that never happens in the past five years. But I mean, those are all like special cases where it's like a guy who's an asshole and doesn't follow the rules or somebody accidentally summons a demon. Mm -hmm. It's not like on purpose. tonight. (sighs) We meet Justin Mm -hmm. in uh, his letterman's jacket. They're egging houses and letting air out of tires. Did you ever do this? This whole like teenager, I'm an asshole Halloween. Yeah, it didn't really do any vandalism. It just didn't seem that fun. The closest I ever did to this was TPing as a cheerleader. It wasn't on Halloween. It was just like before a big game. Uh, what was that guy killed? But that was... I mean, I never killed anyone. Whew, good cover, Michael. It's on tape now. Oh, they can't use audio against you. Can yep. they? I think it has to be like officially gathered great this is somebody doing an impersonation of mike not actually mike he's not here yep uh this is gary the (laughs) impersonator guy (laughs) uh so giles is talking to xander about uh engagement and he's Mm -hmm. saying oh she can move in with you you could buy a house um and it's stressing xander out i have to say people do this yeah when i got engaged like and I'm saying, like, the next day, like, Chris proposed to me on December 23rd. So we went home to see our parents mm-hmm. on the 24th. And, like, that day, it was like, where are you getting married? How many people? Are you? Like, dude, we did. I mean, this happened yesterday. I don't know. And it's so crazy because I've seen it happen secondhand where it's like, as soon as you know, it's an engagement. It's like, when's the wedding? What's all the stuff about the wedding? As soon as you get married. Where, 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 when are you going to have kids? How many kids? If you have a kid, it's like, when's the next kid? How many kids are you going to have? It's like, geez, does it ever end? Ever, I go out of my way, like, if a friend is engaged, mm-hmm. unless I know that they are, like, looking at venues. Mm-hmm. Once I'm like, congrats about, the, congrats about the engagement. Let's not talk about weddings. Yep. <laughs> because all I know from experience is just like, oh my God, I have to figure this out yesterday. I didn't know I was supposed to figure it out already. Oh my God. They go to the creepy house with the creepy guy. The not German, scary German guy. Right. Where Don's smashing pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Smashing pumpkins. I'm a big fan of Billy Corgan. Smashing pumpkins. Uh, <laughs> I did like, I didn't catch this the first time around. Uh, one of the kids makes a uh, Indiana Jones reference. Does he? He says, pumpkins, very dangerous. You go first. Which is from Raiders of the Lost Ark. The line, asps, very dangerous. You go first. Ah, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Uh, so it turns out this guy was an old toy designer. They took away his toys. One little mistake. Who wants to help daddy in the kitchen? <laughs> Why don't I give you a hand? Hands are good. This guy. <laughs> I feel like he knows he's being creepy. Maybe it's like a thing <laughs> he plays up to. on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, Dawn opens the decapitated Pop Goes the Weasel. Why doesn't it have a head? Because you'd think if you were a toy maker, you'd fix that shit. Here's the thing. The misdirect is good, except yeah. that then this guy makes no sense. Yeah. What I was kind of hoping, I don't remember ever being surprised that the boys were vampires i guess spoilers i i was just expecting like oh he's gonna be like some kind of demon but they're gonna be vampires that kill him oh it was like when that didn't happen i was like oh so it's just vampire kids i I don't know i think i i really i think i fell for the misdirect Mm -hmm. um but i always remember the vampire thing coming out way later and it doesn't yeah. it like comes out right here mm-hmm. justin's just like i'm gonna eat the guy and you find like oh he had made rice crispy treats little pumpkins on yeah. top. those, those look tasty little witch hand coming out waste of food 
Anya wants to get married right away before we die. Uh, you got to have the cars and the house and the babies. And she says, how often does the universe allow you to be with the one person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with? <coughs> Angel. <coughs> nah. Shut up, Anya. Buffy's right. Not cool, there. bro. Uh, Justin gives Don the stolen money and his Aww. jacket. Gee, why isn't he affected by the cold? I have no idea. I do like the line about, are they Lunchables or all the way? Oh, you like, oh, that's the worst thing. Oh, that's why I like it, because it's oh. terrible. And oh, yeah, no, it's, it's awful. It's, I don't know. Uh, uh, in this plot line, I, I almost take, like, the worst moments as the best, because it's like, I take what I can get. <laughs> I can at least fair. enjoy this is like, of course that's the line you went with. Lunchables or all the way. I also feel like no one talks this way when, she, when he's like, she's cute congratulations you have eyes like no girls wish that guys talk that way but i feel like guys are more like you know i like her ass <laughs> i'm not like she's cute congratulations well, you have eyes i i would agree that like nobody talks like that but i think there's also like plenty of guys who are like she's cute yeah she's cute you wouldn't be like yeah i have eyes it's like no you'd just be like i agree or like yeah she's all right or like, just you, or even just duh yeah yeah, even if you're going to do that, you're going to go die. You'll be like, yeah, you have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just bad dialogue. Yeah. What, so what happens with these guys? So Dawn has seen Justin at parties. Mm -hmm. So fine. Yeah. Nighttime. Okay. She never, no point ever says like, I see you in the hallways on the way to yeah. math. Her friends, wh whoever, mm -hmm. uh, her boyfriend, Zach. Mm hmm how long have these two been dating? Does she see him at school? And were they dating before he became a vampire? And then all of a sudden he doesn't go to class anymore. Uh, I Do they supposedly know. go to a different school? And that's why they only see each other at parties. But isn't his Letterman jacket the Sunnydale colors? Yes, it is. So nobody calls him out and like, yeah, hey, see you at parties and you wear a jacket from our school. I have never seen you at school. And, well, and like, you wouldn't... It's like Twilight. It's like your vampires. Why would you fucking go to school? But also you can't because daytime. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah. Dawn is not at Janice's. So the Scoobies freak out and go looking for her. Dawn and Justin go parking. Make out point. I don't think it's really make out point. I think they're just like next to the park, but whatever. Um, Justin says, I just want to taste you. <laughs> Ladies, girls, teenage girls, if you are listening, if some guy says that to you. I just want to taste you. Oh. Just, just no, don't, don't reward that behavior. That is terrible. <laughs> I just want to taste Sweet, you. Sweet, sassy, molassy. Outside of a porn, that is unacceptable. <laughs> and, like, especially when you think of, like, okay, he doesn't know she hasn't ha even had her first kiss yet. But this is the first time you've met this person. <laughs> How is that an okay place to go? He thinks like, he's being romantic. Oh, I just want to taste you. And, like, yeah, I get it. He's a vampire. He just turns around and licks her cheek. <laughs> Just a little tiny legs. <laughs> Gross. So yeah, this is Don's first kiss. Buffy, uh, I mean, the Summers girls have a type. Vampires. Oh, vamp okay. Yeah, that. I was like, <laughs> what are we referring to? He does not look like Angel. Uh, Willow goes to the bronze to look for Don. Mm. Wants to do a spell. 
and that makes Tara upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she says she'll just, you know, shift everyone to an alternate dimension for just a sec. Like Wait, your could... spells often go wrong. Yeah. What if like it ends up in some kind of Cronenbergian body horror where everyone's like half melted into the wall? <laughs> great job, Willow. Maybe you found Dawn. Like it's great that you're confident, but also like just yeah. law of averages. You're you are not. right now. Do like a different version of that light ball spell. So it just kind of finds Dawn. That's yeah. Or the, the mappy thing that you did with Tara. Tara says, what do you want me to do? Sit sit back and keep my mouth shut. And Willow says, that would be a good start. Oh, people say bad shit when they're mad. People say mean shit. This is terrible. Speaking of mean shit. I I don't think we should pass over. I think it might've been the last scene. Dawn used the term kiss slut. No kiss slut shaming, guys. <laughs> no Only blood whore shaming. <laughs> uh, so we go back to them full on making out, and they are not good kissers. Well, Dawn is an excuse. And even Dawn is... Uh, it, they're overly pursed. Dawn is yeah. overly pursed. Mm-hmm. Here's what it looks like. It looks like Dawn's trying to do like a closed mouth cute mm. like girl kiss, like, which is fine. And then he's trying to eat her face. Well, it <laughs> makes sense. She hasn't kissed before. He's a fucking vampire. <laughs> is happening okay okay now i give this storyline an ounce more credit (laughs) they thought this through Mm -hmm. they gave these these kids specific kiss direction (laughs) uh and you get the typical high school boy pressure it's just because you're so beautiful and it works immediately which is like Uh, i I mean but it works i mean i feel like most girls this is yeah i i'm not gonna shame you for falling for it but there's a reason guys have used that line yeah. for it. I'm I'm assuming centuries, yeah. honestly. The back of the the horse cart. It's just because <laughs> you're so beautiful. <laughs> I can't help myself. And you haven't died of the plague yet. <laughs> that's a plus. <laughs> uh, not saying that's a deal breaker, but Giles says, "Mist cemetery Halloween. This should end well." <laughs> so I really, really want to like be in a scene like this where you're walking mm-hmm. through the cemetery and it's yep. misty and it's like it's just so it's so perfect yeah. giles catches zach biting what's her face um i forget the character name but i know the actress is amber tamblin hmm. she's done other stuff she was in like sister of the traveling pants i think oh yeah i've seen that um and is now married to david cross oh yeah they met on a plane Ran- okay yeah all right <laughs> Uh, Giles takes out Zach. What do you know about it, Grandpa? Quite a bit. Oh, it's a good scene for Giles. <laughs> yep. It's very good. We get another example of hard gut. Oh, no. Yep. Stabbing him in the gut mm-hmm. and kills him. Yep. Except got the hard gut. It's going around. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's is it genetic or is it contagious? Uh, we're just going to have to wait until the science is in on that. I guess. The studies are inconclusive so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don is running from Justin. The metaphor is uh, it's pretty heavy-handed here. I don't know what you mean, Kristen. Please explain it. I didn't catch it at all. You're not like other girls. I just want to be close to you. It'll only hurt for a second. Get it? They're talking about sex, but it's also biting. Yes. Just say no, sweetie. This yeah. is very twilight <laughs> And even the one kid kind of looks like Twilight Kid. <laughs> looks all colony. Uh, Makeup point is just full of vampires. Yep. That they did not notice all these cars before. No, 
Spike and Buffy show up. I do like this. You were parking with the vamp? I didn't know. How could you not know? We just met. Oh, so you were parking with someone you just met? Like, that's a good point. Um, Did anyone come here to just make out? Oh, that's sweet. You run. (laughs) I was like, you've never fallen in love with a vampire. (laughs) And that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, So there's a big fight. Giles gets a double sleigh. (laughs) It's Halloween. We take the night off. I'm a rebel. No, I'm a rebel. You're an idiot. <laughs> and then a crossbow. <laughs> Spuffy versus the guy with a car antenna. Mm-hmm. Could you? And I. Mm-hmm. Could you really decapitate someone by slamming a car door on their head? I don't think once, but I'm pretty sure if you had the muscle power repeated times, they'd just be mushing their head off. Maybe since she's a slayer, we'll yeah. give it to her. Or just, even just like snapping his neck, I guess, because it's yeah. a vampire, right? You just, just sever the spinal cord. I was thinking you had to cut it off. I wonder if like you could just cut like the part with the spine off. I'm thinking of zombies. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking of. The science is very clear. Yes. Science. The science is in on that. Very scientific. Justin versus Don... Oh, she says, she I thought you liked kiss. me. Oh. Metaphor. And then like <laughs> she had a stake, but he's like on top of her. Yeah. Metaphor. Uh, she just stakes him. I wanted to be on top. Uh, back at the house, things are still tense with Willow and Tara. Buffy has Giles talk to Don. Oh, that's so incredible. It's like in this last like two, three minutes of screen time, there's just two moments. They're just like, oh, I really wish that hadn't happened. And this, I mean, not only is this, like, not his job, because mm-hmm. he's not her dad, but also, like, not a male. Even yeah. in this situation, I feel like if you're a single father and you have an older daughter, that's when you turn to your older daughter and you're like, can you please? Yeah. Like, first off, not your father. At all. Not even really Dawn's father figure. It's Buffy's yeah. father. And just, like, like no, a, no. Yeah, some sort of British uncle, as described right. earlier. Yes. I do like the line, though, like, is this the part where you tell me you're not angry, just disappointed? Yep. Except for the part about not being angry. Yeah. Oh, that's a good line. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, my parents use the disappointed line all the time. Uh, like that was their go-to yeah. punishment. So now I have a very strong reaction to that word. Mm-hmm. Is it like the Kevin Sorbo where he's evil Hercules? You're disappointed! I do not understand your reference. Look up uh, Hercules <laughs> Disappointed. You will not be the title of that video. <laughs> I can't wait to do that. That sounds fun. Tara and Willow are fighting. Cast a spell. So they forget. Oh. Tara forgets. Uh, Willow casts a spell so Tara forgets. How many times has she done this? Who knows? Like, she knows what to do. She had that flower ready. That's That's the creepiest part is that like... Even if you want to be super generous and say she hasn't done this before, which I think is not supported by the text, but if you want to be super generous, really be on Willow's side, she still has it at the ready. Yeah. She doesn't need to go look this up. She doesn't hesitate. She's, yeah. She's just like, forget flowers. It's like, what do you do before bed? I wash my face. I brush my teeth. I put in my retainer. I erase my girlfriend's memory. And snuggle. Ugh. This leaves me feeling so icky. Yeah. Like, so icky. Yeah, this is the other moment. I was just like, oh, I wish that hadn't happened. Uh, I also want to note that in my notes, I was very confused for a second because I thought, why was it? Why would it be gross that you just forgot flowers? Oh. Oh, because she says forget? 
Yeah, it's the forgetting flowers gross was my note. Like, <laughs> why is forgetting flowers so gross? You just like you apologize and you make up for it. Like, oh no, it's the flowers of forgetting yeah. are gross. So what's the lesson in all the way? Consent. Consent <laughs> is important. Don't let people peer pressure you into bad behavior you know isn't right, mm-hmm. such as letting a vampire turn you, losing your virginity before you're ready, mm-hmm. or having someone erase your memory. Yeah. Consent. Always important. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, even if it wasn't a vampire, that guy's kind of creep for like pushing Don to go further in any way when it's he knows that was her first kiss, like that's a big step. Maybe just make out softly a little exactly. bit and call it a night. Well, I mean, if if someone's clearly like, like if you have to convince someone to do like, then mm-hmm. the then it's no, then yeah. it's no. Yeah, it's not like no fifty times and then like okay, I guess yeah. no. The no fifty times cancels that out. What about forty nine? No, that's one less. Oh, okay. It's even less. <laughs> so, what do you think of this one? Uh, you know, you said like the last episode reminded you of a really great season two or season three episode. Yeah. A lot of this episode reminded me of a really boring season one episode. Oh. Like basically the whole, the Dawn plot line, like I get what they were going for, but it just felt like a lot of stuff we've seen and done before, done better. Mm. And just kind of like, I guess you wanted to give Dawn an episode in some way, but I don't feel like this is the way to do it with a boring vampire plot that feels very samey and predictable even Mm -hmm. like even if the twist was surprising it's not that surprising of a twist Mm -hmm. like it's not like vampires are a new thing in the world yeah so that stuff kind of disappointing i I don't mind the other stuff so much the kind of halloweeny stuff at the store and the uh anya xander stuff and the um, Willow Terrace stuff. I, I like that. And especially like how that builds the plot for the rest of the season. But that whole, like the main plot, basically, yeah. the all the way part of all the way, I just found to be disappointing. <laughs> I think especially if, you know, if we're growing up with Buffy and mm-hmm. even if you came into Buffy, not at Buffy's age, yeah. um, you've ex- watched her experience similar situations Mm -hmm. you know the swim team guy with her in the car and that kind of stuff so this does just feel kind of repetitive and old hat and even if you're watching this at dawn's age i've already watched five seasons of buffy where she's dealt with similar issues so yeah it, it felt um like a step backwards I usually skip this one um, because I know it's Dawn heavy and she's not my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, So I will say it is better than I remembered. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I think I may continue to skip it. Um, It is just kind of predictable. The beats are predictable. um, And then the rest of it feels like housekeeping. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, we need Xander to announce the engagement and we need to establish more of Willow Terra magic. Eh. Yeah. So let's throw that in there. I propose a slight alteration to the story to make it a little less, I don't know, boring and, and repetitive. And that most of the story could have remained pretty similar, but maybe have, yeah, the vampire reveal pushed back and have the 
seemingly creepy evil guy be a creepy evil guy, have them deal with that in some sense. Mm-hmm. So I think it would actually be a surprise when the boys turn out to be vampires. Then you don't have to have, it feels like a lot of padding towards the end where it's like, and then there's a bunch of vampires in cars. Mm. And the then it takes forever for everybody to, to find uh, Dawn. And it just feels like, yeah, you want all this stuff maybe with Dawn and the boy in the car, but maybe that's like a scene or two instead of cut back to a couple more times with the rest of the episode just feeling like very predictable in a very boring way. Have a little bit more interesting stuff going on up until that point. You can still make your point that you're trying to make with Dawn and the vampire boy, but it's a little more entertaining as as a whole. Yeah, I definitely that the old man's house is a weird thing that we mm. like nothing actually comes from it so it's like either lose it or it's i mean it's a great yeah it's a fun setup that guy is memorable Mm -hmm. the whole like decapitated toy like Mm -hmm. just deal with that more Mm -hmm. and like instead of like first they're in the park and they're throwing then they're throwing eggs and then like all this like teenage mayhem maybe have it be something where like they think he's a really evil guy, but he's just like having a fun Halloween time. He's like, oh, I was trying to be scary just to scare y'all. I'm actually a, an accountant. Mm. And then the boys eat him and they're like, oh, I got you. <laughs> so uh, now that we're not spending any time with that scary German guy, we should maybe be ready to go international. Buffy Tabaja, Vampirit. Ernie Dragon, das Rhein Fleisch Canoe. International. Like I right. said that to that side of the room. Yep, that's that's where it happens. That's the room where it happens. Um, <laughs> Nicely done. All right. So for Life Serial, um, German, very literal title, The Time Loop. That is a, a part of the episode. Was correct. a memorable part of the episode. Yes. The Time Loop. French, I kind of like this title, Everyone Against Buffy. No. <laughs> Poor Buffy. Everybody hates Chris. I mean Buffy. Remember that show? No. It was like everybody loves Raymond, but then they had Oh yeah. right. So they flipped everybody it. Everybody hates Chris, yeah. Yeah. Um then for all the way, French, one of those super generic titles. I get I mean it does apply to the Dawn plot, but Deadly Kiss. Okay. Yeah. Um I do prefer the German title though. Halloween, the night of surprises. It's almost like a sequel to <laughs> an episode that's actually titled Halloween. Yep. The Halloween. Night of surprises. So the I guess like the su- the also surprises would be Anya and Xander. Mm-hmm. And it's surprising to us that Willow is yeah. erasing her girlfriend's memory. Mm. That is a surprise. Those Rice Krispies, those were a surprise. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sure. I never got to eat I was like, no, no, no life cereal, not Rice Krispies. There's a lot of cereal in these episodes. (laughs) They can be real hungry for breakfast bowls. Also, all the way can have a double meaning because Xander's finally like... Going all the way. Yeah. But not in like a sex way. They already do that. What? Shiver me timbers. (laughs) Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week. Uh, there's actually some good candidates all around. I think on principle, I can't give it to anything from all the way. 
Um, <laughs> but I think probably what I'd go with is the uh, scissor lift decapitation. That's mm. just pretty badass. I gotcha. I think my runner up is a uh, Jonathan Red Demon dude, just because that's funny. I thought about it. I always think of that. He's mm-hmm. such a little wuss. Uh, <laughs> but I actually give it to something in all the way. Uh, Giles with the double sleigh. Okay. In the big fight at the end. He's, I mean, from the second he shows up in that yeah. park, he is, he's got some good lines. He's mm-hmm. looking real badass and he yeah. takes that two at a time. And I'm like, yeah, there, there are some, there are some good fight bits at the end of all the way, which, you know, make it a little more palatable. It's not like, I doubt it will be my worst episode of the season, but who knows? Um, but yeah, so there, there's some, some decent parts, especially the fights. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we dust off Once More with Feeling and Tabula Rasa when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. Okay, it's time for the Mike Solo Show. Uh, doing a solo episode entirely focused around big gulps. Uh, so I noticed in this episode that uh, the uh, Amber Tamlin character, the the Janice or whatever, has a, a fake big gulp. I couldn't see the name on it. So I want somebody to start a Tumblr that's just the different fake names for big gulp type drinks in different movie and TV shows. Um, I know they've done similar things like old Doritos bags and movies and that kind of thing. Uh, fake websites on Law and Order. So somebody, if you can get that Tumblr going and just show all the different varieties, try to find the names that you can. Uh, I know I saw one that was just Super Soda the other day. That was pretty fun. So if anybody can do that, please do. Uh, and the lines are now open if you want to call in with any examples of uh, large sodas that you've seen on film. Oh, that's right. We don't have any phone lines actually open.